0: One MDB has sparked embezzlement and money laundering investigations across the world. One at least of the biggest corruption countries. scandals the world has ever seen. What may be the biggest financial scam in history. A number of corrupt One MDB officials treated this public trust as a personal bank account. Follow us as we bring you into the courtroom where the biggest financial scandal in Malaysian history is being heard. By the Malaysian Insight, this is the Najib Razak 1MDB trial, and I'm Patrick Teal. Former 1MDB CEO and the prosecution's 10th witness told the court today that the company had raised 3 billion US dollars for investments, but had nothing to show for it. Instead, the money was placed in a bank in Switzerland and the Malaysian government has had a hard time retrieving that money. This morning, former 1MDB CEO Mohamed Hazem Rahman continued reading his witness statement. Hazem, who started his tenure on March 15, 2013, said his job included fundraising on behalf of 1MDB Global Investments Limited for the Abu Dhabi Malaysia Investment Company, or ADMIC, In the form of bonds for 3 billion US dollars. The bonds were raised by investment bank Goldman Sachs with Bank of New York Mellon as trustee once the bonds were issued. Hazem said 1MDB's general counsel, Jasmine Liu, prepared all the relevant documents for the deal and he signed them. But, he said, Liu never gave him the full documents to peruse. She merely showed him the page to be signed but not the documents in its entirety." The witness also stressed that he signed the document for Bank of New York Mellon to be trustee because Joe and Najib had instructed him to do so. At the same time the bonds were being raised, an account was opened in BSI Bank in Switzerland under 1MDB Global Investments. Hazem said all the details were arranged by Liu and 1MDB's Executive Director of Finance, Terence Gay. The witness said Lu and Gay had many meetings with BSI executives Yak Chi and Yvonne Yu Fung to open the account and sign the authorized signatory forms. He and former 1MDB Chief Financial Officer Azmi Tahir had signed documents to open the account, with both of them agreeing to be authorised signatories to the account. Gay, too, was nominated by Joe Lowe to be a signatory. He was to sign any documents on behalf of 1MDB Global Investments for BSI. Joe had informed Hazem about Gay's role in an email. Despite raising U.S. dollars Hazem said not a single business operation took place under 1MDB Global Investments. As for his role as director of 1MDB Global Investments, Hazem said Joe made him the director in private. He also alleged that Joe was in cahoots with BSI bankers Yak and Sia to process the opening of the account. Once the account at BSI was opened, Hazem said the 3 billion US dollars was transferred into the account on March 19, 2013. 279 million US dollars or 9.3% was paid to Goldman as fees for raising the bonds. The fees were high because 1MDB needed the 3 billion US dollars urgently. For transactions to take place, Hazem said two out of three authorised signatures were needed. But the witness said he had only signed the documents to open the BSI account and not any documents with regard to transactions. He was also informed by Joe that the bonds were going to be used to buy land in Itampinang, an initiative for Najib's party UMNO to campaign during the 14th general election. Hazem added that when Najib was campaigning in Penang, the former Prime Minister said the land was bought by 1MDB to build affordable homes. On why the money was not brought back to Malaysia, Hazem said his request to do so was rejected. Former 1MDB Chairman Lodin Wok Kamarudin also told him that Najib did not allow the funds to be brought back home. After lunch, Hazem told the court about a meeting he attended at Najib's on November 29, 2013. Lou, Gay and Azmi were also in attendance. The meeting, Hazem said, was held for the purpose of discussing 1MDB's investment through Brazen Sky. 1MDB's auditor, KPMG, was not happy with the company's explanation of what happened to the billion US dollars in BS, and had refused to sign off on the company's audit report. Then, on December 15, 2013, Najib met with KPMG at his house in Jalan Langa, Duta. Hazem said Joe briefed him and asked me on what to say before attending the meeting via email. The same email was also sent to Najib. Joe, the witness said, advised Najib not to talk to KPMG but instead emphasised that he knew all about 1MDB's investments, especially Brazen Sky. Hazem said Joe also instructed Najib to tell KPMG auditors he was happy and had confidence in BSI. The meeting, however, did not convince KPMG to sign off on the report. Hazem said this left him with no choice but to replace them with Deloitte. With that, proceedings ended for the day. Hazem will continue reading his witness statement on Thursday. This podcast was brought to you by the Malaysian Insight. It is produced, written and mixed by Revati Supramaniam. I'm Patrick Teo.